0: for tomorrow's news today you're listening to speak life with Marty lee welcome everyone welcome to speak life and uh, we are so grateful that you are here and uh, grateful that you chose to tune in to speak life today uh it's always an honor and it's always a privilege to share the hope that's available in christ jesus and uh Let me just encourage you, no matter what things may look like, Jesus is still Lord and God is still on his throne ruling in the affairs of man. You know, every week there are more and more developments in the world around us. But listen, the Bible says in Isaiah 60, and I encourage you to read the whole chapter. It's a great and encouraging chapter. Read it in several different translations and let it encourage you. But it says this that the darkness will get completely dark, Uh, but you, the Christ people, uh, the people of the kingdom of light, will shine, shine, shine for all the world to see. Arise and shine, for the light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Amen? Amen. I began teaching last week uh, on the prophet's reward, and, uh, you know, looking at my notes today, and and uh, all that i've written out um it may take me three parts to share all of this or who knows maybe four uh but i will continue that this week uh because i want you to know there is a reward coming to those who who have not rejected jesus the prophet and uh so what are the rewards of partnership in the prophetic jesus said there are rewards that he's planned for you when you receive Jesus the prophet. And uh, that's what you're receiving when you receive prophets. Uh, you receive Jesus the prophet. And let me tell you, prophetic preservation is part of the prophet's reward. Amen. Are you ready to receive your prophetic reward? I'm going to continue to teach on this tonight. And you're going to receive the prophet's reward for you and your family and your generations. Amen. Amen. And just as Joshua did, and and decreed, just as he did, we we decreed the same thing. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. When I say my house, we've done a an expository uh, uh, breakdown of that. It means me and my family and my generations. As for me and my bloodline, you could say, uh, we will serve the Lord. Amen. You know, looking at the conditions of the world right now, uh, we know we are in the last days. Uh, Theologians all believe that we are in the last days, and uh, even the Bible says, uh, Peter said, this is that, in the last days, I will pour out my Spirit upon all flesh. And so the last days uh, began uh, 2,000 years ago, and so... In some way uh, uh, we are we are in I believe, the last minutes uh, of the last day and uh, and there's been a season of chastisement, I believe, uh, but that I believe is part of the awakening process. You know we've all gone through a few things. there's a shaking to wake the church. Uh, Jesus said in a Math- in Matthew chapter eleven and verse twelve, he said, "The kingdom of God suffers violence." But the violet rise up, forcefully advancing. They take the kingdom by force. Uh, you know, there's always a shaking before the awakening, right? Uh, in fact, that uh, scripture in Isaiah 60 says, arise and shine. And, and literally what that scripture means is, wake up and be set on fire. Wake up and be set on fire. Arise and shine like the Uh, alarm going off arise and so that's what God is saying uh, in that scripture and so there's a shaking before the awakening and uh, you know in Egypt uh, when the people of God were in Egypt uh, the people of God were participants in the first three plagues Uh, but for the last seven God made a distinction and they were protected and uh We have been awakened, I believe, by the pandemic, and we've been awakened by the corruption, and we've been awakened by what appears to be dark forces winning. That's what it looks like. Uh, But if the princes of the dark world had known the outcome, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. And uh, again, the devil has overplayed his hand, I believe. And and, uh, and we're seeing the church wake up and pray. Uh, the church is starting to get serious, and uh, their eyes are be- being opened. And for those who are prophetic, we see hope. We see light. We see the fire of God. Amen. And the evil and the corruption that has been exposed. And now we pray the prayer given to us by Jesus Christ. Your kingdom come and your will be done here on earth. As it is in heaven, and just as John the Beloved prophesied, the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness cannot comprehend or absorb or overcome it. Uh, And for those prophets and leaders throughout the world who have suffered scorn and brought contempt upon, people brought contempt upon them. uh, Now we enter into, I believe, with great delight, this holy moment with Almighty God, the reversal and the turnaround you know, just as Lazarus was in the grave for four days sleeping, uh, so it seems the church has has had to be the underground church. Uh, but Jesus is declaring with all authority, as the resurrection and the life, Lazarus, come forth. Church, arise and shine, for the light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon thee. It is a time, I believe, of great awakening. It is a time of reversal. It is a time of turnaround. It is a time of God shaking the church and waking the church. Don't receive or take the bait of a bad prediction. Our God is greater. Amen? You know, there's so many people saying such uh, bad prognosis, uh, bad predictions of what is about to happen. Don't receive that. Don't take that bait. Don't swallow that. Our God is greater. Amen. God's people are receiving what we have asked of him. Amen. The church has honored God with our prayers and our supplication, and he's honoring the church with reciprocation. The church has honored God with supplication, prayers of supplication, but he's honoring the church with reciprocation. And there is right now in America the beautiful and in many nations, a plan. Amen. A divine, sovereign plan that is coming forth just as he promised. Listen, our eyes are being enlightened and opened, and we will no longer see the dread and the fear. We'll begin to see something greater. And from that seeing... That prophetic insight, we will continue to watch and pray. See, that's the power of the prophetic being released in the earth today. Open my eyes that I may see wondrous things from your word, from your law. And our God will open the eyes of our understanding. And once we see uh, that prophetic insight, God said, I will guide you with my eye. Amen. And we pray with a greater boldness and a decree with a supernatural confidence. Uh, What we know is God's will, because that's what he's shown us. And when we partner with him, uh, what was dead will live. Amen. And he who believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. Don't believe the false prophets. Don't believe their bad prognosis and their predictions of defeat and and uh destruction our god is greater than that amen i won't even repeat some of the things that i've heard them say and i'm just uh getting a glimpse here and a glimpse there i'm not even uh i don't spend time watching uh secular news media or or secular tv and those kind of things i don't pay attention to those things just a little check here and there and uh, it's so inundating it's so uh, it's like a, a, a fire hose coming at you with bad prognosis and predictions of destruction and of all that these false prophets are saying. And I just want to remind you, our God is greater. Amen. We are in a time of turnaround. We are in a time of awakening. You know, as I was preparing and seeking the Lord today, I saw something And uh, the Lord opened my eyes and he showed me uh, what China was preparing for America. I want you to hear this very clearly. What China was preparing for America, listen, and for Japan specifically. And I know there's a lot of talk about Taiwan and all of that. uh, But uh, what I saw today, what the Lord showed me today was China was preparing an attack for America And Japan specifically. And uh, what they were preparing would now be reversed. And it would come upon them. And there is some unbelievable stuff about to happen. And you will see it. Remember, watch and pray. You're going to see it in this season that we have just entered into. And listen, the heavens are opened. Angels are on assignment and dispatched by the Holy Spirit to do the unprecedented for the church. Amen. Can you imagine what happened on the day of Pentecost as they prayed in the Holy Spirit? 120 uh, devout believers, completely convinced, fully persuaded, sold out and on fire believers praying in tongues as one in such a, a unity of one accord and praying in the Spirit, praying in tongues, releasing the mysteries of God in prayer, declaring His will, uh, releasing His words in a heavenly language. Can you imagine how angels hearkened under the voice of His word and were unleashed in an unprecedented way? That is what I saw. That's exactly what I saw, the church praying like that. And First Corinthians fourteen verse two, it says, "For he who speaks in a tongue does not in tongues does not speak to men, but to God. For no one understands him. However, in the spirit he speaks mysteries." Listen, I believe there's more than a hundred and twenty right now that are praying in the spirit, praying in tongues, praying in the Holy Ghost, and watching and praying. And so, just watch what the Spirit of God is going to do now. Amen. 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 I just believe, you know, the people of God need to know that God is still in control and God has not left the building. Jesus is still on the throne and there is a great plan in effect right now, a great plan in motion. You're going to be blown away at what God does and how quickly he can turn things around. God is a great father and he loves us. And let me just tell you, I've, I've heard so many negative things about America. Uh, and, and, but listen, God is not through with America. America belongs to God. God has a great plan. And, and you watch America and Israel are going to come out of this, uh, this moment in history, shining bright uh, with the glory of God. Amen. 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 Keep praying, church. Watch and pray. Let the prophetic enter into your prayers. Let the prophetic, uh, what God shows you, start praying it, start decreeing it. Listen to what the prophets are saying and pray it, the true prophets. Pray it, decree it, declare it. Uh, watch the changes that occur. Amen? Amen. Well, I I have already said I wanted to jump right into uh, part two of the prophet's reward, and uh, uh, you know, I'll continue teaching on the prophet's reward until I, uh, until I feel the the release from the Holy Spirit. But if you missed last week's broadcast, when you get a moment, go back and listen to it. It's very powerful, very in, informative, uh, a lot of revelation, a lot of teaching. It'll be very beneficial for you, uh, and this will be part two of that teaching. Now, with that being said, you'll still learn a lot and understand the prophet's reward with this teaching alone, uh, but it'll increase your understanding if you go back and listen to last week's message, which was part one. Amen. So let your faith be strengthened today. Let God feed you with the word of life and the word of hope. You know, I was teaching on Sunday uh, regarding our state of existence in Christ. We are risen with Christ and how we are to live as the resurrected Christ lived uh, because we are already risen with Christ. And the diet of the risen is the Word of God, the way, the truth, and the life, and what He has to say. Amen? Jesus wants to walk with you and to talk with you just as God did with Adam in the garden. And uh, when Adam had fallen into sin Uh, and it was because he listened to the wrong voice and he ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And when God came to visit him, just as he normally did in the cool of the day, Adam was hiding this time. And God asked him, where are you, Adam? Which, by the way, God already knew where Adam and Eve were. And Adam said, I'm hiding because I'm naked Uh, He had eaten the wrong food. He had eaten of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. God said, don't eat of that. Uh, Eat of anything else, everything else, but don't eat of that. And uh, that's where a lot of people are. They've been eating the wrong food. They've been eating the wrong things. They've been feeding themselves uh, the wrong words, the wrong uh, uh, diet. And once he ate the wrong food, something else Began to influence him, and God immediately asked him, uh, "Why are you hiding?" And he said, "Because we were we're naked." And he said, "Who told you that? Who told you that?" And God is asking those who are hiding from Him today, "Where are you? And what voices have you been listening to? Listen, if you understood how much God loves you, He is not holding anything against you. He loves you so much." that he has already declared you to be the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And, and nothing will change that. Uh, the food you need to be eating and consuming is the word of God. When you eat something else, that begins to, uh, to uh, create something else in you. So what does God's word have to say on the matter? That's the question. Listen, don't be misled by the voices of false prophets in the media and don't eat their food. Uh, Remember in Daniel, he had uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego with him. The four uh, went uh, to Babylon. But listen, they did not eat the diet of Babylon. And they were stronger than all the others. They were wiser and they were prophetically accurate. And that's a part of the prophet's reward, a deeper intimacy with the Lord. Don't eat their food. Don't consume their information. Eat the word of God. Consume the word of God. God has rewards for his prophets and rewards for those who receive his prophets. Amen? Are you ready to learn about your prophetic inheritance, your prophetic reward? So we get this terminology directly from Jesus. In Matthew chapter ten. And our 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 foundational scripture of this <clears throat> is Matthew chapter ten. And verse 41, it says, He who receives a prophet in the name of a prophet receives the prophet's reward. Prophets have a mantle and a mandate to be the voice of God in the earth. That's such a a unique uh, calling. It's a a unique authority to walk in. And and the Bible says, take the prophets as an example of suffering. Uh, And so God has special rewards for his prophets. Uh, In fact, he says, if you touch the prophets, you touch the apple of his eye. He says, touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. And so God has a special reward uh, for those who he has uh, mantled to be a voice for him in the earth. In other words, when an a, a apostle, uh, pastor, teacher, or evangelist releases a message, that is their theology on the line. Uh, but when a prophet releases a thus saith the Lord that's their reputation on the line. And so there is a higher demand placed on prophets. And uh, it, it really, it's the same for all five, but prophets have that unique call to be the voice of God and so to release the voice of God. Now, are prophets perfect? No. No, we're human beings just like everybody else. Can prophets mis- make mistakes? Absolutely. No man is infallible. No man. No prophet is infallible. No one is perfect 100% of the time. No one's prophets are 100%. Why? Because we're humans. Uh, We are the vessel that God moves through. And so uh, that's important to keep that in mind. Well, someone said, well, uh, if the God of the universe uh, can do all of these things, Why can't he just uh, speak an accurate word through the mouths of his prophets and they never miss it? Well, that's not even a biblical standard. And uh, I know what it says in Deuteronomy, uh, but I can also show you some other scriptures out of Deuteronomy that change and bring balance to what God was actually saying. You can't just pry one scripture out of the Bible and say, this is all the word of God says about the matter. Uh, no, that you have to take in, in consideration the whole counsel of God, and you have to take into consideration what God has said uh, in the Old Testament versus the what God has said in the New Testament. And so, there's a difference between an Old Testament prophet and a New Testament prophet. And so, does God change His mind? Yes. In fact, there's script, so many scriptures about God changing His mind. Uh, and we'll get into that teaching another time. Uh, but uh, again, a quick example of that is Jonah. Uh, Jonah changed his mind, and he went the other direction. When God said, go this way, he went that way. And uh, and he ran uh, to Tarshish rather than going to Nineveh. Uh, and in Jonah's defense, uh, historically, they uh, were very cruel to uh, religious preachers in Nineveh. They, they burned them, they killed them, they skinned them alive, uh, they crucified them uh, upside down. I mean, there was all kinds of terrible things that happened uh, to those who came to Nineveh to try to speak righteousness to them. And Jonah was a righteous man. And so God put his word in his mouth and said, go do this. And, and then, you know the story, the fish swallowed him up. He went shipwrecked. The fish swallowed him up. And, uh, he repented. And the Bible says, actually, he gave an offering to the Lord uh, in the belly of the fish and repented. And God had the fish spit him out on shore, right where he was supposed to be, right at the right time. So he didn't miss one thing. God kept them right on course. And so he went in and prophesied to them the word of the Lord. In 40 days, uh, God's going to rain down hail, hailstone and fire and brimstone upon you, and you're going to burn up, and that's the word of the Lord. That's the prophecy for you. And so I wouldn't have wanted to do that job either. And so Jonah prophesied that, and unknowingly... They repent. And so what does God do? God changes his mind. And Jonah was like, God, I knew you would change your mind. Now I look like a false prophet. And uh, and so the whole lesson after that is not about uh, uh, how God changed his mind necessarily, but how Jonah needed to become uh, uh, a person of integrity towards others. And uh, it was more important... That they repented than it was for Jonah's comfort of having the word right and all of them dying. And so, can God change his mind? Yes, he can. Uh and so prophets have a special mandate and a special anointing from God to speak of the, thus saith the Lord. Now, nowadays, you know, if you have uh a certain number of followers online uh or on Uh, social media uh, and you call yourself a prophet and you sound like someone who is a prophet uh, people start putting stock in that because of the amount of followers uh, that a person has or the amount of views that they have or that sort of thing but that's not what the bible says qualifies you as a prophet that's not what you don't call yourself a prophet you don't You don't uh, put yourself in that classification if God hasn't put you there. Amen? And uh, out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, and I'm talking about mature leadership, let every word be established. I'm talking about mature leaders saying, without you instigating it, without you priming the pump, uh, mature leaders and prophets and apostles calling you out just like they did in the book of Acts, and said, Separate Paul and Barnabas for the work that I've called them to. Paul, an apostle, Barnabas, a prophet. And that apostle prophet team was uh, uh, dispatched uh, from Jerusalem. And so God calls us uh, to the fivefold ministry. not everybody is called into the fivefold ministry. And so this is a very special calling. Uh, but it's not something we call ourselves to. And so uh, that's why the Bible says, take the prophets as an example of suffering. Do a little research on uh, the suffering of the prophets. Uh, the prophets had it the worst by far. And uh, it's, it's really uh, interesting when you, when you actually study historically uh, the amount of martyrdom and uh, the amount of torture that prophets went through. And so uh, I I encourage you, if God's called you to be a prophet, run after the call. Uh, But if he's not called you to be a prophet, don't label yourself a prophet, uh, because it is a very serious thing before God. Amen? Amen. Enough of that. And so God says he has special rewards For his prophets, the prophet's reward. So what is the prophet's reward? A prophet's reward is the way God rewards his prophets. Last week I shared with you two words for the word receive. He who receives a prophet in the name of a prophet receives the prophet's reward. And so let me visit that again briefly. Uh, He who receives a prophet... Uh, the word receive, there is the Greek word dekomai, dekomai. It means to celebrate the prophet. It means to accept the prophet, to approve, to take hold of the prophet, to hug the prophet, to, to make the prophet uh, uh, like family to you, to receive favorably, uh, to make that prophet your own, right? Embracing with your whole heart. The actual Hebrew uh, picture of that word is like a hug, an embrace. And so he who receives a prophet in the name of a prophet. In other words, uh, there's a lot of rejection that goes on. And uh, uh, for those of you that are prophets or are prophets in training, I'm going to tell you the same thing Kim Clement, uh, my Dear friend and mentor uh, and brother in the Lord, he said, listen, Marty, only go where you are celebrated, not where you're tolerated. And uh, that's what he's talking about. That word, he who receives a prophet. If you're celebrated, that's receiving the prophet. This is how we're called to receive Jesus, the prophet, in our lives. Remember, Jesus is the prophet. He's the prototype. He's the example. He's the one that we're all uh, uh, measuring ourselves by. He's the plumb line. He is the prophet. He is the word of the Lord. He is the word made flesh. Uh, and so when we receive Jesus, the prophet, in our lives, uh, that's how we're supposed to receive that gift of Christ, that fivefold gift of Christ. Now again, the fivefold ministries, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. That's the mighty hand of God. The Bible says, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God. Humble yourselves under the government that Jesus released into the church. The apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and the teachers. And it takes all five to equip us. As believers, listen, before we're anything, we are believers in Jesus Christ. Amen. It's, <clears throat> and so we're called to decomai uh, the prophets, receive the prophets, uh, receive Jesus the prophet. Jesus said to receive, to decomai him is to, is to decomai the father. To receive Jesus is to receive the father. Uh, receiving the fivefold gift of Christ the prophet uh, is to hear the voice of God and to be empowered by it, to be equipped by it, to be strengthened by it. Uh, it, it when, I'll just tell you right now, prophets are not always going to say what you want to hear. Sometimes, especially if you walk in a close relationship with them, uh, even biblically, I can show it to you in the Bible. Uh, prophets uh, sometimes say tough things to those who are close to him, to them. And so remember, Elisha carried the coat of Elijah, uh, washed his feet, did all the things to serve Elijah. And then in Elijah's last few moments of life, Elisha continued to follow him, which he had done his entire uh, ministry. And he said, what do I have to do with you? I mean, think about that. (coughs) You know, he had opportunity to go to all these other schools of the prophets. Become a professor or a teacher in any of these places. Uh, But Elisha had his eye on the bigger prize. He wanted the double portion. And so, you know, it wasn't easy to walk with Elijah. Uh, and when he was uh, threw his coat on Elisha, uh, he said, uh, follow me. And he said, well, wait a minute. I've, I've got to go do all these other things. He said, okay, you got a little bit of time to do that, and then we're leaving. And so you either catch up to me and we go, or you miss it. So prophets are are not always um, as diplomatic as maybe some people uh, can be in other of the fivefold ministry, and so, uh, but prophets are very important, and uh, prophets are unique to God, and so it is again important for us to receive the prophets receive. Dakoma, the prophet. The second word, receive. uh, He who receives a prophet, Dakoma is a prophet, receives the prophet's reward. Now that word's completely different. In the Greek, it's the word lembano, L-A-M-B-A-N-O, lembano, which means to take hold of, to seize for oneself. Remember, Elijah, he would not let go of, of Elisha. Elisha would not let go of Elijah. He hung on to him to the very end. Lambano. That's what the word lambano means. To take hold of. To seize for oneself. To take what is yours. To make it your own. To possess it. Or to take possession of it. To apprehend or to take it back. Lambano. It is an aggressive word. It is a Word that has an implication of violence to it, Uh, a violent alignment with heaven. I am going to fight my flesh violently. I'm going to fight the impulses of darkness violently. Let me just tell you that's the way you have to be if you're called to the prophetic or called to the office of a prophet. You've got to be violent against demonic things that try to come against you to separate you from God's highest and best from you. You've got to fight it. Uh, I remember Bishop Hammond long ago uh, encouraging us, you know, treat. Uh, and these are to prophets in training that he was raising up, and uh, we had the privilege of being a part of that group. Uh, he said, listen, you need to treat. You need to learn to flee youthful lust, run, away from sin. Run from it. Treat it like a, a viper, a poisonous viper trying to come at you. <clears throat> don't, be, uh, don't be hypnotized by this thing, uh, because it's just going to strike, and it's going to bite you, and then you're going to have to get somebody's help involved in order to get free from that bite. And so it's very important that we understand Uh, the training and the development and the raising up of the prophets if you're called to be a prophet. And so it's an act of violence to take possession of. Uh, Jesus said the kingdom of God suffers violence, but the violent take it by force. That's Lambano. Uh, that's That's the definition of Lambano. We take it by force. It means to lay hold of what is your inheritance, to pull it to you forcefully, uh, to lay hold of the heavenly promise of inheritance As, as prophetic people. If you receive a prophet in the name of a prophet, you can lambano the prophet's reward. You can enjoy and get to participate in the prophet's reward. And what does that mean? When God gives you a prophecy... Uh, you're to fight the good fight of faith with that prophecy and wage a good warfare with that prophecy. And pull it into being uh, by never giving up on it. This is why Apostle Paul told Timothy, wage a good warfare, not a bad warfare, a good warfare. A good warfare is the one that you win. Wage a good warfare with the prophecies that have gone over you, the prophetic promises and uh, fight the good fight of faith, right? So you use God's living word, his rhema, prophetic word, and you fight with that. So uh, when you receive a prophet, when you embrace and you celebrate and receive a prophet in the name of a prophet, then you have the authorization from heaven to receive the prophet's reward, reward, The word reward is the Greek word mystos, which means to pay for, uh, pay received for service or work rewards that God bestows for good deeds. Listen, God in, in um, Hebrews 11 says, God is a rewarder of those who seek after him. God is a rewarder. And God wants you to receive a reward. He wants you to receive blessing. Uh, Let me just say very clearly, you are either the cursed or you are the blessed. And the first thing you need to do is get your mouth in line with that. Stop speaking curse. Stop talking curse. Don't fill out uh, paperwork that says, uh, I am poor or I am underprivileged or don't make uh proclamations and declarations uh that keep you under a curse you have to leave that stuff behind and become the blessed Re- recognize you are the blessed jesus broke the curse and so god wants to reward you you are the blessed if you are in christ uh, and we talked about this on sunday baptismo uh, in Christ is baptized or enveloped in Christ. In other words, if you take your offering envelope, you put your cash in it and you seal it up, you don't see uh, the the offering, the money, you see the envelope uh, because the, the cash in there is now enveloped uh, by the envelope. And so you don't see it, but you know it's in there, right? And so God knows what's in you. Christ is in you, and you are in Christ, and that's what the Bible says, and so we are in him, and he is in us, and God has broken all curse off of us. Now you need to stand up and put your mouth in line with walking as the blessed. You are the head and not the tail. You are above only and never beneath, and when you cling to words of hope, a prophetic promise you are hoping against hope that what God says is true above all other circumstances. And God's rewards belong to you. God is a rewarder. Amen? And so when we talk about receiving a prophet in the name of a prophet, you receive the prophet's reward. You receive what God has promised you. Amen? And so last week I talked from Second Kings chapter 4 about the widow woman who celebrated or received or decomined the prophet, and she received or she lambandoed the prophet's reward, right? That was the miracle, excuse me, the miracle that money cannot buy. That's part of the prophet's reward. Another part of the prophet's reward that's defined in Scripture is the reward of provision. The reward of provision. I'm springing forth uh, and and opening up some new uh, definitions of the prophet's reward. The prophet's reward is also the reward of provision. Think about this now. Prophet Elijah in 1 Kings chapter 17, he just shows up on the scene uh, and he's told by God to make this Procl- this prophetic proclamation, no rain, any leaves, and God says, go to the brook Cherith, I'm going to feed you there, and I'm going to give you water from the brook, and then that brook dries up, the ravens quit coming with uh, with um, fresh meat, and so God says, now I want you to go to Zarephath, and when you get there, you'll meet a widow woman who'll take care of you from the time... To- during the whole time of the famine in the land. And so he, he goes to the gate. He meets the widow woman and asks her for water to drink and a little cake for him to eat too. And she says, i only have a little flour in a container and I have a little oil in a jar. And uh, I'm going to go make my, my son and I a couple of uh, pancakes. We're going to eat this and then we're going to die. And he says to her, give me the cake to eat first and see god knew about the prophet's reward but she decomed him as the prophet she received him as the prophet she celebrated him she honored him she welcomed him as family and elijah makes her a promise of prophetic preservation prophetic preservation <clears throat> prophetic provision he said you'll overcome your fears and if you'll allow me, I'll turn it, turn it all around for you. And the widow woman received or lambanoed the promise. Her bin of flour never ran out. Her oil never ran dry. And the promise of prophetic pr- preservation and provision, the prophet's reward was unlocked for her by her sacrificial giving. She too had a son Uh, just as the one I spoke about last week in Elisha's uh, story. But this is Elijah. This woman also had a son who got extremely sick and died. And the prophet Elijah stayed in covenant with her and raised him back to life. Amen. Very powerful. I believe we're going to begin to see the prophet's reward. Hear me now. Of unlimited supply and resurrection life start manifesting now i 'm telling you parts of your life that seem dead and and dysfunctional or not functioning at all are going to be resurrected uh, uh, there's a resurrection life authority that's going to be released as part of the prophet's reward. Some of you have been uh have had a dream. Uh, that died. God's going to resurrect that. That's part of the prophet's reward and unlimited supply. Uh, and so that's part of the prophet's reward. Another part of the prophet's reward is posterity. Posterity. Generational blessings. Generational blessings are part of the prophet's reward. In Second Kings chapter 4, the widow woman with Elisha, was a, was about to lose two sons to the creditors. Now remember elisha did double the miracles that Elijah did. so this is a this is a second widow woman, and uh, she was about to lose her two sons to the creditors. They were going to sell the boys as slaves to another country and pay the debt that her husband owed. and her husband had passed away. And he was uh, part of the school of the prophets with Elisha. And so she approaches Elisha and says, Listen, my husband was your servant. He was part of the school of the prophets. And Elisha says to her, Go and borrow vessels. Don't borrow a few, borrow many. And then shut yourself in with your sons. Take the little jar of oil and start pouring. And she poured and she poured And she poured and she kept pouring oil until every vessel was completely full. And listen to this posterity part. The prophet tells her now sell this, sell this oil, pay off all your debts, and live off the rest. And live off the rest. The rest of what? The rest of the oil that kept supernaturally continuing to flow. Let me tell you, some of you are going to start uh, uh, seeing a supernatural flow of resources in your life. Because of that part of the prophet's reward, her sons were free. Her future generations could now be free. So, that's a, a major part of it is posterity. There's a family. Anointing on the prophetic amen another dimension of the prophet's reward is the reward of new beginnings and I'm keeping an eye on the time because I can't go too much further, but the reward of new beginnings prophets speak and they declare new beginnings. It's part of the anointing and the mantle of the prophet. Reformation is part of a of the prophet's mantle to be able to decree reformation and new things for God. We all need new beginnings. We all need fresh starts. That's part of the prophet's anointing. We all want to go on a new adventure. Amen? Uh, Prophet Isaiah, he prophesied in Isaiah 42, uh, and verse 9, Behold, the former things have come to pass, and new things I declare or prophesy. Before they spring forth, I tell you of them. See, this is part of the prophetic mantle, to be able to prophesy new beginnings. Uh, Something new is about to spring forth. New means new. It doesn't mean a repackaging of the old. It means new. So this is how the, the prophetic mantle functions, to declare what God is going to do before it ever happens. Isaiah 43 and verse 19, Isaiah prophesies again, Uh, Behold, I will do a new thing, and now it shall spring forth. And then he says this part, shall you not know it? Or didn't God already give you a prophetic unction about this? Hasn't God already been speaking these new things to you? Uh, Maybe you've heard the prophets speak about it prior to this. Behold, I'm doing the new thing now, and it's going to spring forth. And shall you not know it? Let me say this. I believe we are entering into a new season of new beginnings. Uh, Beginning in spring and summer is is big time what God showed me. Many new things are about to be birthed. Don't pay attention to what's going on in the world around you and judge what's happening in your life based upon what the world is telling you. Listen to what the prophets are saying God is going to show such a contrast and a distinction between those that are blessed and those that are not, those that are part of the covenant and those that are not. Amen? The prophet's reward is a key part of the distinction. God's called the prophets uh, to begin to speak and declare some things that are going to come to pass. Now, I'm going to continue this uh, teaching next week on the prophet's reward. Uh, But let me just tell you, we are in a time of new beginnings. Do you have a vision that God has been speaking to you about? Do you have something that God has been uh, stirring up in your spirit? He says, behold, I'm doing the new thing now. And shall you not know it, now it's gonna spring forth. Amen. The word behold there, by the way, in the in the Hebrew is the word Ben Hine. Not Benihin, but Ben Hine. <laughs> I usually do a little uh imitation of Benihin at that point, but I'll save that for another time. Uh, but Ben Hine Ben-Hinay in the Hebrew is the word surprise. Surprise, I'm doing something new for you. Listen, I know you've been hanging on a long time to a lot of prophecy, to a lot of promises, but surprise, I'm doing it. I'm doing the new thing. You know, if I were you, I would go back over all my prophecies And I would write out the ones that you feel are most relevant for this moment in this hour. You know, some people say, well, I got that prophecy uh, 20 years ago, and there were um, things that God said. There's timelines in there, uh, and that didn't happen. Let me just tell you, it's still available to you. It's still there for you. You're still in a position where you can receive the fulfillment of that prophecy, God can move timelines. Don't don't limit God. Amen. Uh, God wants to. Uh, he wants to do some amazing things in this new era of time, and I believe we are in a totally new era of time. Uh, if the people of God will receive God's true promise, prophets, the dakomai, the receiving, the rest of the prophets' reward. We will be able to receive or lembano. And we are shifting into a new anointing, I believe. And it is time for people to break through. It's time for people to lay hold of the prophetic promises of God. It's time for new things. It's time for fulfillment. It's time for some things that have been in the incubator long enough. It's time for those things to birth and to come to maturity. This is a time to step into the prophet's reward, to align with God's prophets, to embrace and welcome and celebrate the prophetic anointing, to receive and to lay hold of and to take possession of and, 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 and lay claim to your inheritance, the prophet's reward. Amen? I want to encourage you, write down what God has promised you. Maybe some of your prophecies, uh, maybe some of the prophetic promises you've received are just ones that God spoke to you. Uh, but Paul told Timothy to wage a good warfare with the prophecies that have gone over you. Fight the good fight of faith so that you can receive your reward. Amen? Amen. Isn't that good? Good news. Amen. It's, I, I, I love talking about the prophet's reward. Next week, we're going to get into uh, the last three or four uh, rewards Uh, of the prophet's reward. And so I hope you're enjoying this. If you are, you need to let us know. Uh, Write enough comments in there so that I know I'm on track with you and you're tracking with me. Amen. Amen. I want to thank everybody who continues to stand with this ministry. (coughs) Your financial support has helped us tremendously. Listen, we are reaching out into new platforms Uh, new uh, uh, media platforms, uh, new networks are coming to us and asking us for our program. And you are making that happen. You're making that possible. Uh, And now many many more people will get this prophetic message of hope and to know that God is speaking to them. Uh, You know, God has prophetic people all over the world And they don't have the benefit of rich teaching and and, and impartation. Uh, But we're doing our best to get it out there and to go further. And God is opening new doors. And so I want to thank every one of you who continue to stand with us and help us. Uh, And throughout the Bible, when God spoke, people gave their best offering to Him. And what happened was it unlocked that prophetic promise to them. When we give in the presence of God, and you know it's Him, that's when the reward is unlocked and it comes to you. Well, why do we have to give an offering, Brother Marty? Because it has to do with love. It has to do with saying thank you to God. It's an action of faith from your heart, saying, I believe. And that faith is pleasing to God. Imagine the many whose lives have already been touched by God, through this ministry, and how many more we will reach. We give to God what we are believing for in the future, and somehow it supernaturally comes back to you. And God brings it back to you in ways that we don't have. We've never been able to figure out how God uh, releases these kind of blessings to us. Amen? But God has something unique and special for you. Now take uh, what we give to you, and multiply it, and and, and share it. Uh, take the ministry, the message, and encourage others with it. And let God use you as a voice in the marketplace. Amen. Uh, wherever you go, take this anointing with you. I don't just believe for the release of information but I believe, God, for the release of impartation. Amen. Father, as we're preparing to give right now, I believe that you're going to do something special for your people. And what we give to you in this offering, I ask you to multiply it. Breathe your life into the seed that is sown. And God, open our eyes so that we give with faith in our heart and we give whatever you ask us to give. Whatever you impress on us to give, Father, thank you so much for this opportunity to bless the work of your kingdom. Thank you, Father, for blessing us in return. In the name of Jesus, amen and amen. Listen, I thank you for your obedience and supporting the work of the Lord here. If you're watching on social media, there's a link in the comment section that you can click on. Uh, to give your offering that way, and, or if you prefer uh, to give by text giving. That's kind of the easiest way that we have available. Uh, you can text any amount to the number 84321. That's 84321. Whatever amount you desire, uh, text that to the number 84321, and, uh, and that's uh, text giving. Uh, very savvy way to give. Uh, Most of the young crowd likes that. But uh, remember, there's a promise and a reward to those who give whatever God spoke. Uh, It becomes yours, and that's part of the prophet's reward. God is restoring. God is healing. God is multiplying. Listen to me. God is working things out for you, even even though we can't always see it. He's working it out. And as we give, it, it comes before God and he takes that and redeems our time and begins to align things and bless us and he he causes greater blessing to flow in our lives amen some of you prefer to send your offering in by mail and many of you do especially 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 the sizable gifts people prefer to write a check and send that by mail you can do that by mailing your offering to LifePoint, L-I-F-E-P-O-I-N-T-E, uh, LifePoint or Marty Layton, uh, P.O. Box 1822, P.O. Box 1822, Hendersonville, Tennessee, Hendersonville, Tennessee, 37077, 37077, and it is greatly appreciated and thank you. It is sacred when you give to God, Amen. Again, that's LifePoint or Marty Layton, P.O. Box 1822, Hendersonville, Tennessee, 37077. And I also want to invite you to go to our website. And our website is lifepointchurch.cc. Remember, LifePoint has an E on the end of it, lifepointchurch.cc. And there's a place where you can give there as well. But also... Uh, There's a place where you can share your prayer requests with us. I call it our prayer wall. And we've got so very many testimonies of God doing miraculous things for his people as we agree together in prayer. So click on the link there and let me agree with you (coughs) and pray prophetically over your situations. Amen. You know, sometimes God will have me uh, send a prophetic word in response to those prayer requests and in. That little prophetic word unlocks the greater blessing of the Lord. Amen. And so thank you for trusting me to agree with you in prayer. And I do take your prayers, your prayer requests before the Lord. And I pray three times a day. And, uh, and I'll pray over your, uh, your situations. And we'll see the hand of God move. Amen. I also want to invite you to come worship with us this Sunday at 4 p.m. at 403 Walton Ferry Road right here in Hendersonville. 403 Walton Ferry Road. It's always a powerful time in the prophetic anointing. God moves mountains in our services. Uh, I'm teaching on Risen with Christ, and it's a very powerful teaching. It's very deep, and, uh, and so it's, it's very strong prophetic teaching. Our worship and our praise is very strong. It opens the heavens. Uh, it's very uh, unique Uh, Also, there's many powerful prophetic words, uh, strong prophetic teaching again, uh, very anointed children's ministry, and so I want to invite you, come join us for a service, bring someone who really needs a word from the Lord, bring someone who needs a miracle or needs healing, God's moving in mighty ways in our services, and who knows, you just may feel the call of God to move here and to become a permanent part of this of this prophetic house. Amen. God is moving in a powerful way right here at Life Point Church. And so come join us this Sunday, 4 p.m., Life Point Church, 403 Walton Ferry Road in Hendersonville. You don't want to miss it. Amen. We're also live streaming every Sunday at 4, so tune in if you can. Amen. That's 4 Central Time. Amen. I also want to extend a great, big thank you uh, to Mike Lindell for continuing to be a blessing to this ministry. Let me tell you, he is a continual sponsor of Speak Life. How does he do that? He makes available to our audience some great products at both of his websites, mypillow.com and mystore.com. And if you'll use the promo code MARTY, you'll receive a deep discount on all that you purchase. Amen? Amen. And uh, I just got the MyPillow 2.0. It's really amazing. Uh, If you're having difficulty sleeping, this pillow will make a difference, I'm telling you. That's MyPillow.com. Use the promo code MARTY. Uh, If you prefer to call in your order, there's a dedicated number for this audience. And that's 800-859-2938. It's up on the screen right now. 800-859-2938. Remember to use the promo code MARTY. You receive a deep discount. And so it's a great opportunity to support us in this way uh, because when you do, you get great products at a discount, uh, products that are made right here in the USA. Uh, You're blessing and supporting that company, a Christian company uh, that stands for the same values and supports the same things you do. And uh, a, a little bit goes to Mike Lindell to help his fight. Uh, for the freedoms that we love here in America, the beautiful. But then he, st- in turn, comes back around and sows seed into this house and blesses this ministry and sponsors this broadcast. And so it's a three-way blessing. You get to be a blessing to his company and to his his ministry. You get to be a blessing uh, to this ministry and support what we do here. And you get great products at a huge discount. So again, thank you, Mike Glendale for sponsoring and thank you uh, to the speak life audience for, uh, for uh, uh, patronizing his um, business. And so thank you. Uh, Remember, you can always watch this show live every Friday night, 7 PM central time on Facebook, on YouTube, on rumble. And we're getting more platforms that we're uh, adding in. And uh, we're going to roll those out so that you can have a whole list of things that you can choose from (coughs) to watch uh, Speak Life on. Uh, Please help us by telling other people about the broadcast so that they can tune in every Friday, 7 p.m. Central Time. Amen. If you like podcasts, which I know most of us do, please check us out on iTunes, on Spotify, on Charisma Podcast Network. I love charisma. By the way, they are an amazing uh, Christian organization, a Christian media company, and uh, they are the best, by the way, uh, but Charisma Podcast Network, or wherever you get your podcast, we're going to be there, uh, but I want to ask you to take a minute and give us a five-star review. It really helps us uh, to to have a greater impact uh, and to be in the top uh, podcasts out there. Uh, people look for that, and and I want to thank you in advance for giving us that five star review and helping us uh, to propagate the prophetic uh, as far and as wide as we can do it. Amen. That's our goal. Uh, also, please follow me on social media, all the different platforms: Facebook, Twitter, uh, Getter Truth, YouTube, Rumble, uh, Instagram carler, telegram, look for me at at Marty Layton, at Marty Layton. Uh, Follow me at Marty Layton, subscribe at Marty Layton, uh, ring the bell, do whatever the platform uh, asks you to do so that you can be uh, informed and you can be up to date on everything that the Lord is releasing through this house. I want to thank you again for tuning in to Speak Life. Thank you so much for taking time to be here with me. Many of you stayed to the very last second, and I'm so grateful for that. Uh, Proverbs 18, 21, it declares that the tongue, your tongue, the tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. And so we want to encourage you, always speak life. We'll see you next week. God bless. Thank you for listening to Speak Life with Marty Layton. Please help us spread hope and share this podcast with a friend. Join us again as we speak life into our world.